2: Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
3: What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversation with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval, on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio Radio app, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Presented by AT and T, connecting changes everything.
3: This is the best of two
1: pros and a couple Joe with Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio.
4: So, well, how's everybody feeling here on a Monday morning? Woo! I'm, yeah. Rest, I'm rested. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: it's, yeah. Uh, I can imagine. Yeah, it,
4: it, yeah, you know, it's a little, uh, a little wild out there. Though.
0: You know what? Let's say what. That was one of the coolest experiences. Um, just kind of taking it all in on the way back, and and looking back through photos, thinking back through different moments. I mean, so much fun. And and, and fortunately, like if you don't like sports. I feel bad for you, you know. I just, I really do, because you miss out on great opportunities just to experience like cool life stuff like that.
4: Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, uh, just seeing uh, the way Dublin operates in Ireland, and just you know the how kind everybody was and welcoming and and warm they were, and it just like I was telling Lavar before the show, it's, what they do. Is they drink? It's just kind of <laughs> all damn day. <laughs> it's just like work a bed the, drink. The,
0: the only thing that's a little bit surprising is in some of the locations, the last call is like eleven thirty, like they're closed by midnight. <laughs> and there's other places that are open a little later, but they, they don't. I mean, look, I, I live in South Florida near Miami there's 24 seven clubs like if you really want to get it in all day long like you can there isn't as much of that like they know where to draw the line uh but put it that way
5: mm. wish i could have
4: partaken well it's uh by the way you you were uh you were missed lavar I, I saw were. the the guy gillis
5: uh, yeah Shane gillis. sent me and sent me yeah he's from yeah.
4: pa after I, I
5: after further you know
0: Big big LeVar Arrington fan. That's I mean, he's a cool. he's a bitter, bigger Notre name fan, but he's a big fan of one LeVar no, Arrington. Pretty
5: freaking so. cool, man. Yeah, yeah, that
4: I missed everybody. Uh, gentleman showed up at the at Buskers, I believe on Friday. I think it was Friday. Showed up uh, with a LeVar Arrington Washington jersey. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Pretty it, dope. Uh, what was the uh, mascot
0: that he was wearing? What, what kind of.
4: I don't know if I could say that. Although, who yeah. was it that just dropped it? Um, oh, well, one of the
0: guys over there dropped the it. <laughs> <here>. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah, they they say it. it.
4: The R-word?
5: Yeah, we yeah, were at
0: the... Uh, one of the local ads dropped it, and I was like, oh, that's hashtags. It's like, huh.
4: like, oh, yeah, sorry about that. But, oh, listen, man, a lot of people oh, used to you call back
0: that. No, back that was day. back when we were... Uh, we we're At the Horizon, the Horizon yeah,
4: yeah. Uh, Therapeutics, Therapeutics, yeah. But yeah. They, they were kind as well, Shout too, me and all them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, were, they were tremendous the, the entire time there. So it was cool just to see our football... And their culture embrace our football. Now, as far as the game goes, you know, I mean, uh, so, somebody tried to tell everybody Notre Dame in the under. I mean, that was uh, that was you know given out some friendly betting advice there. You're
0: lucky you're lucky they called off the dogs. It could have been a long way. <laughs> yeah, Navy. I, I, I really thought they were going to kind of keep the pedal down, but yeah. Mm. But it, it is
4: interesting to see how much football has grown overseas and see how i mean they were ro- or did noted- people
5: go overseas
4: oh yeah listen notice was it
5: overseas participation or was it everybody well, went overseas
4: there was
0: an, I no think there, there was both yeah there was, there both? was both okay. yeah 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 i mean it, like the cool part was <laughs> just to like dig into some like stories from it uh one of the, the taxi drivers was like no lad you don't understand he's like we don't get these flyovers very often He's like when they go through. I was like, oh yeah, yeah, no. I was like, we we have that like all the time. It's America. Like we're always showing off our jets or our helicopters right. or something. They, they, were, they were stoked about that, and so
4: that flyover the, was the, bad ass. By yeah, the so so oh, the national
0: anthem starts, and you have to understand it's really cloudy. Like at that point, there was a pretty heavy mist, and it's really cloudy. Well, you start to hear the helicopters that are coming but you can't see them and then they appear out of nowhere and i've never seen a flyover this close that this was low, low. you could see the it guy was, waving like guy. literally, wow. I, I, I looked into the guy's eyes like i was like oh he's got brown eyes okay oh, i can wow. literally see him he was that close and, and and at that point The entire place went nuts, and it unfortunately wasn't timed up well with the national anthem, so it drowned out the last half. (laughs) But we did get the Irish or the Ireland uh, national anthem, and that was just beautiful. Yeah, like that. The performer was incredible. That moment, it was the whole thing was just. It was just very, very well done.
4: Nice. It's the first time there were some throwback moments there. It's the first time, and I don't even know the last time I can think of. Where you, there was no wanding when you walked through the door of the stadium you just kind of yeah. walked in and it was like yeah hey, you're good to go want a yeah. beer uh sure there was no secu- like there was no real like no nobody was worried about all right you know what weapon are you carrying in what do you like there was no issue whatsoever you walked in you got there the setup was awesome I mean Notre Dame fans Lee and I were walking around after the game it's crazy raging <laughs> I, like, I should have uh,
5: went to Notre
0: Dame, huh?
4: Oh my God, Before, they were I, everywhere.
0: I'll put it this way, dude, and and I can I can re-po- retweet this or you know repost it on X or Twitter, whatever we're calling it. I've never seen anything like that. Like I, I sat there down on the field with Ryan Grant and Anthony Bassano and uh, Pat Connaughton, which you know we, we kind of looked around, and just said, man. No one else can do it like this, like where they literally take over an entire city like this. And, and it, it's like if there was 40,000 they said that came over, that an, they underestimated that, that amount of people. Because when you saw Notre Dame Ave, is what they called it, and you looked up and down how packed it was and how many people were there, it, it was, it's unlike anything that I've ever seen for a college football game that's not in the United States.
4: Hmm. Yeah, Navy, It was
0: crazy. Navy
4: had no shot. They, no they, there, there was no chance whatsoever for Navy. Their, and, their support group was not very big. No, they,
0: you, 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 it was non-existent.
4: But it was, but it was so respectful, and I, and I think the Navy fans that came over were, they kind of understood. All right, this, this isn't going to go well for us. But it was such a magical feeling in the stadium and just in the city the entire time there that I think everybody acknowledged. Yeah, th- the game was almost. Secondary to the pageantry, the presentation, yeah. the build-up, the post-game—I mean, <laughs> unbelievable—they the can people, throw them back, man. All guys, yeah. all respect to Notre Dame fans—they can drink their asses off. That, that was the impressive. people
0: that were there. It was nuts. Like I saw everything from politicians up through there. Kevin Plank and I talked for a while. Like oh, nice. there was all these. Oh, yeah, different, they are
5: still an Under Armour team, huh?
0: They no, they just re upped. They just re upped the biggest deal in uh who are know, they with sports. now
5: back with Adidas? Uh, no,
0: Under Armour. They're back That's who with. They just yeah, with. They're, yeah. Right, okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah Under yeah. But they okay. they just did that deal, so it's a ten year deal, but nice. it's a huge deal. Um but they just had like such a such a crazy group of different people were in Talfra. I mean, Will Farrell was in Talfra with DP and his crew. It was just.
5: I saw Mart. Was it Martin Short was
0: there? Yeah, yeah. Jade. Yeah. Jade. Yeah. She got a selfie with Martin Short.
4: <laughs> yeah, Jade, uh, who's who's one of the unsung heroes here at FSR. She does what just up, incredible Jade? work uh, and helps. Like a- any of these events, like they're they're not possible without Jade and just all her help with everything. Can, she had can to get I a air some with grievances, with grievances Short. though. Oh, I mean, can,
0: oh. can I can I air some grievances I've got though with 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 some things over there with
4: Jade or just uh no okay. no
0: no no like what's up with the no ac man? yeah like we were talking about this like there's no circulation in some of those buildings it's like come on no ice we gotta we gotta figure this out oh,
5: no ice what, what do you couldn't mean get, no ice couldn't get ice for uh in the hotel rooms what did you need ice for to, uh, todd todd hey,
0: hey, what'd you need ice for you know what i needed ice for? <laughs> Lee, they, had, they, they had ice it was down on the uh, reception floor it was like on floor three
1: I did go and I did go get
4: ice there, but they didn't have, like, an ice bucket. <laughs> yeah, was that Lee? Was that before hey, That's when I
0: saw him coming from your room, whatever oh, the hell he was doing oh up there. Oh, my God. What can, you, can you tell that story? Oh, so so uh, this is the other thing. My key cards, like, kept not working. So when you went there, you had to get a key to your room, but then in order to get into the fitness place, you had to go down and have them put a different access code on that key. Then they had, like, a separate... Room that was really nice with like a sauna and steam shower, which were very needed, as you can imagine, LeVar. Yeah, yeah. It was super nice though. But then you had to get a separate key for that to get access to it and to your room. And then for some reason, the key cards like would stop working after a day or so to, to your room. So you'd have to go back down and get another one. Well, we happen to be out pretty late. This is like 3 4 a.m. in the morning. And I, I literally go up to my room and it doesn't work. I'm like, oh, here we go. And as I'm going down the stairs, a whole Lee Big Lebowski comes walking <laughs> down. And I'm like, what's up, man? He's like, hey. He's like, he starts following me. He's like, where are you going? I was like, my key's not working. He's like, oh, okay. And he's like, I'm like, are you are you going downstairs for something? He's like, oh, just hanging out, man. And I was like, okay. <laughs> he, he, he really He's
4: the Big Lebowski. Make he's sure the gotta,
0: Big Lebowski. Make sure you got home all right. Yeah. He just,
4: Lee, Lee blended in. Perfectly, did he really? Oh my god! No,
0: not really. <laughs> yeah, listen, it was you just- know what? He's just straight Cali. Like Lee is Lee. Wherever he's at, doesn't matter. Like he's just, he's just him. It's awesome. I, I mean, love it.
4: Yesterday on the plane, that's one of the hardest I've ever laughed in my life. I don't know the last time I've, I've literally cried. I was laughing so hard. We're sitting on the plane and Lee's so Lee's and there's it's a four seater. I'm on the outside Lee's on the inside to my right and there's like this little old lady who's got an N95 mask on and she's sitting right next to Lee. So at some point during the 11 hour flight that we were on, Lee Fell asleep. And uh, listen, he may or may not have been licking the lid a little bit uh, while we were flying. Licking the lid. And so Lee falls asleep, and Lee snores when he sleeps. And so all of a sudden, and I'm not paying attention, I'm trying to do something on my computer, and I just hear the lady going, Hey! (laughs) hey, hey, can, can you, can you go over that way? You're blowing all over me. And he's like, oh, so, sorry. And I'm looking at Lee, and he's like, well, I don't know. Hey, what? And I couldn't, I couldn't breathe.
0: I was laughing
4: so hard.
5: Can you go over that way? I, like,
0: I thought, I thought you were going to say he ripped, because he, he had one of the worst smelling farts that I've ever, ugh. oh my goodness.
4: Jeez, Lee. Oh, Oh yeah, you have no like he he dropped one in front of Jade and it, and I would say no. like it, like we're we're outside and it was one of those ones where he he lifted his leg oh, and shook no. it out.
5: Oh no, like he didn't. Those he didn't, are the worst.
4: He didn't pass gas. you are
5: starting the the motorcycle. Yeah, ride.
4: he he escaped. It, it escaped his body. It was almost like Lee's. Like all right, you can go now. Listen, we've held you long enough in captivity. You can go now. And I'm looking at like going, Did you really do that? And Jade's like. That really happened? <laughs> and Lee's like, Yep, had to. It <laughs> <for a> while. <laughs> it's like, okay, dude. This,
0: this guy we were at a bar and this guy came over and to take a photo and he had to have just ripped one. Oh jeez. And and like it was so bad. I, I couldn't I couldn't smile. And his wife Ooh, like kept to, it, in your <laughs> mouth. it smelled Ooh. so bad, Ooh. and and his wife kept being like, "Um, I'm gonna try to take another one." <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm, uh, I'm so sorry. Ah, I, like, I can't do it." I was like, "I can't." I, I was like, tried, I was trying to, and I was like, "This is just gonna be the worst photo ever. You have to deal with it." I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I was like, "I think I'm like allergic to something you're wearing."
4: Yeah, and oh man, there was, uh, but yeah, the old, uh, you got to get to the airport on time. You really got to get to the airport on time. I told with, you, man. With some of the lines that we saw. Like, we were able to use the kiosk to get through, so we, we were fine. But there was a lot of people stuck in line that I don't know how the hell they made their flights. It was, uh, yeah, it was jammed up. But man, and now now the big question becomes, does Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech Florida State deliver? No like, Yeah, it, that's, a, no that's a tough act to follow, man. It, mm. What what Notre Dame brought out and just the everything that came along with it, that's that's going to be tough for anybody to follow up. But, man, what what a hell of a just display of football and pride in your team and your university and everything else and the Naval Academy being there. It was just awesome. Uh, and Lee was there, so that was the most important thing. Big there, Lee Bowski. Big Lee Bowski. What are you doing, Lee? Just
0: hanging out, man. Just hanging out, man. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> But the best is just anywhere we'd go, man. I feel like it was uh, like, like Lee was like Brad Pitt in like the Ocean's Eleven series. <laughs> yeah. He always had a beer in his hand. Oh, it was yeah. awesome. It was nice.
4: Like, and they look at you weird. Like if you if if you if you're not drinking a beer, it's like you're the a hole. Like oh, you're yeah. not having a beer. It's like uh, okay, I guess I will. You just kind of get uh, sort of, I'm not bullied <laughs> just, into it, but just well, pressure. It's like okay. Well,
0: I, I, Lavar, I, I'm sure you can imagine. Jonas was in that position quite a bit. We're like, oh, yeah. uh, you're you're not gonna. I got a toast. I to have a beer, and they're like, "He's like, oh, uh, yeah, okay." I guess because
5: out I, Al- I saw the hat. I mean, you looked the part. You know? Yeah, uh, you like that little yeah, peaky blinders. Little, yeah, yeah. yeah peaky tr- blinders. Trying to do my I best,
4: but it just out here, you go to a work function, and there's it's like an unspoken rule. Like, yeah, maybe don't have a drink. You know, you probably it's okay, but you probably don't have a drink. Was you this is amateur a hour. Look. I mean, but well, in well, in in Dublin, no, you have to have a drink. You're an a hole if you don't have a drink. Joe Montana was having drinks. Oh, my goodness. Lavar, <laughs> <laughs> Do we want to oh, tease out? I've,
5: oh, I've been with Joe before. Joe was lit. Oh, I've been with Joe before.
0: Man, like, like we, we, talk, we had to go on stage to, to talk for a little bit. And I looked at I looked at Jonas, I'm like, oh, this is going to be fun. <laughs> like, I, don't, I can't wait to see what he's going to say.
4: Yeah, it was uh, – yeah, Joe Montana, uh, one of the all-time greats, had a little bit of an issue uh, with, can, uh, with the I, equipment can, there.
0: Can I say this? Yeah, th- there was a chair that kept, like, falling <laughs> down. So so Joe at one point got interviewed during the game, and it was, I don't know if it was the first – I think it was, like, a second half maybe, but uh, – th- like and someone was saying how – you know, that's the longest interview Joe Montana's done as a part of Notre Dame. And it's, you know, quite as, as long as we can remember. And the relationship with the university is, 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 is as good as it's ever been. And, and I was like, yeah, that was, pro- that was part of it. <laughs> I was like, the other is he had a few drinks. I think he was okay just hanging out, huh. having a good time. Yeah,
4: he was, uh, he was. West PAers, man. You know, they've been the elbow. Yeah, he was uh, he was getting after it, but but he was uh, he was fun though, and and the whole event was you know that was that was a lot of fun to get to hang and talk with those guys and just learn more about the tradition and all that, and got to get Penn State out to one of those Mar. It's got to happen. They
5: played in Dublin.
4: Oh man, what a
5: good time!
4: Yeah, how
5: about Penn State and Notre Dame? Now that would be, and I'd be ready to go.
0: Yeah, the p- the problem is like but, we were we were talking about with the folks that put it on. It's just it's hard to get to give away a home game yeah you know that and that's is. what it was it was yeah. a Notre Dame home game so you yeah. got to find the their school that wants to do it when you get a stadium like Penn State does yeah. 100,000 yeah. or some of the others that's a hard yeah. one well that's it's a you got to pay them a lot yeah. in order to come over there right like, and
4: that stadium's too small like for the for it's those only two teams yeah, yeah it's like it's just under 52,000 man Notre Dame Penn State yeah you need 100 you need yeah. 100 grand if you're gonna make that happen
5: 100 grand stand, yeah. yeah yeah that's how it is
1: Terms and conditions apply.
4: So one of the stories that we had been monitoring and discussing here on the show for a long time was, what the hell are the 49ers going to do with Trey Lance if he can't win the starting well, quarterback job? Guess that question was answered <laughs> and definitively. Then, and then what are they going to do if he can't win the number two quarterback job? Well, I guess that answer has, <laughs> That
5: answer hammer has dropped.
4: Yeah, like, and well. uh, and the uh, decision was made. And so uh, while hammer. while we were working and doing uh, shows in Ireland and uh, everybody was trying to figure out how this whole thing was going to play out with Trey Lance, uh, he was Trey to the Dallas Cowboys for a 2024 fourth round pick. Uh, A lot of people may be surprised that they got some value for a guy who's played in five games since 2019, college included. But nonetheless, Trey Lance and the reasoning behind it was uh, he wanted an opportunity to compete for the number 2 quarterback job. Apparently, he's going to get that opportunity in Dallas. He had it in San Francisco. It did not work out. He lost to Sam Darnold. So now Trey Lance is a member of the Dallas Cowboys little quarterback trade here as we get ready for the season
0: what's the most surprising part is it the fact that they didn't hang on to him in in any capacity is it who actually made the trade for him I mean is this like say anything to you guys about maybe where the Cowboys think they are with Dak Uh,
5: that's the first thing I I thought about but I
4: I don't you got to be careful of our you start criticizing Dak, you know they're going to come after you.
5: Well, I, I have Who's no problem. They? I have no problem with they. Cowboy fans, I'm, they get pissed uh, at LaVar when
0: he talks about Dak. I'm, I'm, I'm. Well, first of all, we've all. I, I think. Oh. Go ahead. No, your trainer with the Giants. His name slipped my mind, but he told me to tell you hello. Oh yeah, he came Ronnie, by. Ronnie Barnes. He came Barnes. by.
4: Yeah, he came by. Yeah. His old, his old Ronnie, tel- Ronnie Barnes. Yeah. Yeah. He had a Super Bowl ring on. Yeah. 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 Well,
5: I mean, if he was, you know, yeah. could have been Byron but he was he was he happened to be uh um uh, did he have glasses i think I so think so a very did sophisticated you, it, young
0: man oh uh, no just he was not younger he was older i know, I know he wasn't young i was just calling him oh. a young man. but oh, sorry.
5: last name barnes has his own practice i think so
0: i don't know man it was everything was kind of blurry for a while there
5: i mean is he on my side no. Uh, he's not. No. He's on no, the he other side. Yeah. He, he was, was on, on the Iron. He's on your side? He's on our side. Yeah, no, the it went, it went side. Ronnie, <laughs> Yeah, It wasn't it Ronnie then. Yeah, no, it, it wasn't was Ronnie. Yeah, I,
4: just been been I just looked up Ronnie and I can confirm yeah, that's, not, that's him. not him. Yeah, not him. Yeah, no, that was not him. All all
0: right. Right. Sorry. It was a different one. But anyway, he told us to tell you hello. Sorry, I didn't mean to get off track. No I was like, as soon as you were like thinking about I was like, all right, LeVar, the Giants division rival. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, yeah, his trainer.
5: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, uh, here's what I'll say about the whole – I'm, yeah, I'm just going, going to keep moving. was yeah, uh, he, he on, wasn't my, on, my, side? Teams, on my side? on my side. I was just trying to get it out without, like, being too obvious. <laughs> is like, he is he, on, he
1: black? Is
0: he on my side? <laughs> is he a brother? <laughs> is uh, he black, Johnson?
4: <laughs> no. Which
5: pia- which piano key is he? Yes. Uh,
4: <laughs> well, the one that has more. <laughs> <laughs>
5: uh <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're so late. Whatever. We didn't had little a party. whole conversation. <laughs> <laughs> he, just, he just now chiming that, in. That was
4: the one, Mark. That was the one, Mark, was ah, waiting for ah, to pull the trigger. Ah, there's my opening.
5: <laughs> Way to go, Mark. Um, <laughs> I, th- I think this is. Uh, I think it's clear that we. We will learn what Dak Prescott is to the Dallas Cowboys this season and and what that means moving into the future. I don't know that them getting Trey Lance means that this is the end for Dak Prescott. I, 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 I definitely don't think that that's what it is. But I do think that it is a definitive decision that says that if Dak Prescott doesn't have the type of year that is acceptable to probably Jerry Jones, um, that this is the beginning of the end. I do believe that. And, and whether they had brought Trey Lance in or not – I think that that's still the conclusion that you probably have to come to um, in looking at what's going on with a closing window of opportunity with the the current roster that they have in Dallas.
0: It was interesting, too, only because then, like, when you see, oh, you know, Dallas makes this trade for Trey Lance. And, And I understand that every owner, every front office member can say, look, you're always looking at bolstering up. You know, your roster any way you can, and especially behind the quarterback spot, as we've even seen reports about like Wentz and and the Chiefs maybe looking at bringing him in, because God forbid something happens to your starter. You don't want your entire season to be derailed if you feel like you have a really good team. And the Cowboys do have a good team. So. There could be some justification there for saying, "Hey, we want to have some depth. We want to have some guy, a guy that we feel really good about." Um, you know, as he sits and watches Dak and learning from, him, and he has a similar skill set. Like the comp when I was watching Trey Lance, when he was coming out from North Coast State, I was like, reminds me a lot of Dak Prescott, <laughs> like the way he ran the football and the way he, you know, kind of threw the football around. But. Then, then then, you hear, like, and Jerry starts saying, oh, we're kind of trying to get on a Jalen Hurts there, too. And it's like, wait, wait a second. Did you have Dak then? Like, hold on, hold on now. Like, how committed really are you? I mean, right now he's he's under contract, obviously, for the next couple of seasons. And it's a monumental dead cap hit. If they were to just straight out, outright cut him and move on, uh, next year it's like like $62 million. So like he's under contract. He's got a couple voidable years at the end where the team has control. So he's really not an unrestricted free agent until 2025. But it's really structured where the Cowboys cannot move on. It's really hard to trade him because his cap hit is so big. His cap hit in 2024 is $59 million. So really, the way his deal is structured at this point, after this year, depending on how it goes, it's going to be restructured. It has to be like they don't want to have to absorb almost 60 million against the cap in 2024. So if he does well, he'll get extended. They'll restructure and, and you'll see additional years and, and you know, what those monies will be tagged onto it. And that cap hit will be reduced. If he doesn't, I'll be curious to see what happens. You know, moving he, forward.
4: Cooper Rush played pretty well last year. It's kind of interesting that uh, yeah, they would need. Okay. Well, okay, I mean, they they, come on. they were winning games with Cooper Rush, at least. They did win games with him. As a, as a backup one, quarterback. Two? Two? So two, one. He's got, he was four and one as a starter last year, Cooper Rush. Yeah, yeah. You know?
5: Rush, Rush.
4: Yeah. Ooh, what you do to me? <laughs> he was winning. Do you feel that? Rush. Uh, is that Paul nice. Abdul? Yeah, that was Paul good song. Abdul, huh? um, Underrated. So the, That's the first J Lo, right? The fact that the fact that they brought in Trey Lance to compete for the backup quarterback job when he had a backup quarterback who was serviceable last year is just kind of kind of leads to maybe this
0: wasn't about just yeah, competing. You're, you're trying to like hype it up, job. like he was carrying them. I don't just, know that that was the case. I,
4: like there was like a lot of people that had Cooper Rush in their MVP conversations
5: some people Very even had time. conversations of why bring back the 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 other guy
0: i agree you you realize they held their opponents over those four wins to 17 points or less yeah because
4: yeah. his last name is rush and, and he, you rushed he the quarterback rush. that's yeah. true and he
5: kept you know he kept the yeah. offense off the field you know yeah because he was doing so well as, as a quarterback yeah so he,
0: he did fine i'm not i'm not trying to like hate him. i'm just saying like let's Let's calm down here.
5: I'm just, just saying he's number two on the depth chart, even with this blockbuster trade.
4: Uh, MVP uh, considerations from some people.
5: I I've mean, all there. it takes is for Dak to go down, and then the MVP wor- the race is it's it's back on.
4: And Dak, or, Dak and he has had, possibly go down. Has had some injury issues. Mm-hmm. All, all, you know what oh, yeah. you know what this does say though that the number two competition between Sam Darnold. And Trey Lance must have been such really a wipeout, yeah, yeah, that they didn't even. It wasn't even unless Trey Lance made it to the point to where he it would be awkward if he was a backup quarterback to Brock Purdy. But Man. this this feels like he got dominated in that backup don't, job.
0: Don't let Sam Darnold get an opportunity in that offense. I'm just telling you, he he's gonna ball out if he plays in Shanahan's system. You've seen a little bit in preseason. I'm just telling you, I think he's his skill set and the style of offense and and how Kyle can work around all that, I'm telling you, man, he, he'll be really good in that system if something happens to Purdy or if he starts to kind of cool off. Can you guys think of a
4: comp where a team gave up the amount that they gave up to move up to draft a guy and this is what the end result was a couple of years later? Can you think of this ever happening in the NFL before? Because I can't. Think of all the draft capital they gave up. No. And then to get basically bailed out by the last pick of the draft. It was awkward, too,
5: listening to John Lynch speak about Trey Lance. Like, oh, he just spoke so highly of him. He's just such a great guy. And, and, you know, it's, it's just unfortunate that we had to, you know, go this direction with it. And he talked about how aggressive and how much Dallas wanted him and yeah. giving up that tremendously large fourth-round draft pick to bring him in and just everything that played a part in and him ending up in Dallas like it was an opportunity that they just couldn't pass up with, you know, with Trey Lance. It just, it just made you just start to wonder, like, honestly, it, you know, some people could see it as bad for football, I actually see it as good. I, I thought it was, a, it was an interesting move. It was an aggressive move, and it almost seems as though they may have cut him at the end of 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 this this off season, like or at the end of this preseason, that they would have let him go. I mean, it, it just seemed like they weren't even going to hold on to him. And and I think that that's kind of it. Sets a different time. I mean, you you tell me, Q. But I almost feel like when a quarterback of 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 that high of a draft stock ends up with this type of of fate in their 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 original their original landing place where they got drafted, it just says to me that the NFL is taking on a more less loyal more aggressive approach to what it is that
0: they would like to achieve a hundred percent right a hundred percent I think it's it's never become harder for young quarterbacks to try to go in and, and succeed at least in the aspect of the expectations are through the roof immediately. I mean, we talked about C.J. Stroud earlier being named a starter. If if he doesn't look to be the part, there are, there are going to be people who write him off, which is incredibly unfair to him or Bryce Young or Anthony Richardson, any other rookie quarterback that's going to start out the gate, right? I mean, I, I don't care like who you are. It, it takes time. Everyone's got a different learning curve. Everyone's in a different situation and circumstance. And unfortunately, we see just so many people now – have the expectation that like they're going to come in from day one and be able to make their team a Super Bowl contender, and there's just so much that goes into it. So it's a, it's unfortunate for Trey Lance, and and Jonas did a really good job of painting the picture of you know how he performed in the limited action that he saw. I mean, the the reality is he he had two starts back in 2021, it wasn't too bad. Um he got what two starts in in 2022 last yeah. year and and didn't look as good right one of those was in a monsoon in chicago Which, if you're going to hold Trey Lance to that standard, you should probably hold Justin Fields to that standard. Like
4: a legitimate monsoon. Legitimately, yeah. Like, neither
0: neither threw well on that. At Soldier Field, which is what? But but that's the problem, is you have so many nerds who are, like, box score readers. Like, well, look at stats. Like, all right, nerd. Go back to mom (laughs) and dad's basement. Nerd. Go watch the tape and tell me that you were expecting your quarterback to have a perfect QB rating after those conditions, nerd.
4: (laughs) By By the way, monsoon on the worst field conditions in the yeah. nfl
0: like a at slip soldier and slide field. soldier field <laughs> so but my point is this is like nerd between him getting injured and then i guess in the second year not seeing the, the progression you'd hope for which really only came down to like one start of the two he had you kind of look at it and go all right we've got this other guy who's a lot cheaper and we've got Nick Bosa. We've got a number of the really good players we'd like to build around. And if we can go ahead and utilize Brock Purdy on his rookie deal, that's a lot cheaper while we build these other contracts. And if we can find a backup for relatively cheap, which they did in Sam Darnold, we're kind of good at moving on. Let's just cut our losses and move on. We can't change the decision that we made. And again, I, and I, and I've I said this and I'll continue to say it. I still think their trade up to number three was it with an entirely different intent, and that's why probably internally there's not as much pressure or heat on the decision to to, to trade away those draft picks to go to that spot? Because I again I think it was in an attempt to lure the Packers and and the trade of Aaron Rodgers and going going up there, and and once the Green Bay deal fell through, they were stuck in that spot of of taking Trey Lance like they did. So, look, hindsight's what, you know, it is what it is. But as far as what they what they gave up to go get him, I mean, they, they just felt like they're in a different situation now to go win a Super Bowl. And they've got a guy in Brock Purdy they believe it. So why not allow Trey Lance an opportunity to go somewhere else where he can continue his career? I, I think that, look, John Lynch is a genuine guy. I think there's a lot of genuine um, comments he made about Trey Lance and, and how he feels towards him. So... Look, I'm glad Trey Lance got a landing spot in Dallas. I I do think that's a good situation for him. He could have been dealt to other places, and this is a this is a legit one.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, LeVar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
5: Dynasty the king, king
4: people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do it yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at oReillyauto.com/2pros. That's oReillyauto.com/2pros.
1: This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and
4: gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. So it'd be like, what, 1 o'clock in uh, Dublin, Ireland right now, where we're just at? it's uh, That time difference. You loved it. It's just, it's weird. Because you don't know, <laughs> you don't realize start times to games are late until it's, not until the next day that they're being shown.
0: Right. Like Yeah, he- so, well, I was going to say, like, it was eight hours, obviously, for your folks on the West Coast, but... What was odd was just, like, you kind of had to communicate with folks back in the States. Like, you'd wake up and you'd get all the stuff they had texted you or emailed you the <laughs> night before. And then you'd respond. And then you wouldn't hear from them until the end of your day where they'd get back to you with those responses. And then you'd respond. And then you you wouldn't communicate again until the following morning. So there's, like, two windows of communication with all of civilization in America, while we were over there,
4: and it's like I texted my wife like, well, like early on the first show. I sent her a, a picture, and she's like, "Hey, uh, it's three thirty in the morning. What what are you doing?" And I didn't even because you walk into a bar at eleven a.m. and people are raging. I mean, they're yeah. having drinks. They're they're you know, Teeling uh, was there. They were they were handing out you know whiskey and every everything else that came along with it. And it was just the norm, like everyone just uh, just hanging out, and hey, let's have let's have a drink, and you just forget, you lose concept of time and place, and what everything uh, is like back home. So it's oh. uh, it's been a little bit of an adjustment there, uh, but, okay, Notre Dame, Navy showed up. Notre Dame did show up. Sam Hartman showed up big time. The. Uh, 37 year old uh, transfer from Wake Forest. <laughs> Come on now. Is that that old? Uh, no, but he looks fantastic. And he is climbing uh, the Heisman odds boards. Uh, he is now uh, number three behind Caleb Williams, who's at plus 450, who looked great as well, too. Yes, he and did. then uh, Jaden Daniels at LSU. And now you've got well, uh, Sam Hartman think, there sitting
0: there. I think Zachariah Branch might have stole the show there at Southern Cal. My God. That mm. kid looks like the making of like a Reggie Bush. Now he's that wide receiver for them, and he's a true freshman. But I I just watching that kid in that game, I have not seen a kid that looks like Reggie Bush until Zachariah Branch. Wow. That's the the first kid I've ever seen that I said, that's going to be a problem for everyone. Like he looks like he's just playing at a faster speed than everyone else that's out there. But um, no, no, look, Sam Hartman was exactly what Notre Dame was hoping he would be. That that steady calm hand that can handle everything at the line of scrimmage. Navy at times tried to utilize an all-out blitz, blitz zero. He he checked. He knew where to go with the football. He knew what he, he knew in the two-minute drive, marched right down the field uh, before the end of the first half. It was all the things that you had hoped for, and <clears throat> one of the reasons why I think he skyrocketed up for the Heisman odds is, for starters, he's the quarterback in Notre Dame. That's that's going to help you, but more importantly is where this team is at this team now has been building towards a a national title contender they've been in the playoffs a couple of times in recent years but everyone's kind of questioned based on the performance whether or not they're able to compete with the big dogs the difference has been quarterback and they've got one now that's able to truly utilize the wide receivers on the outside like i'm telling you they've got they've got the guys you know Uh, Jaden Thomas, Deion Colsey are big bodied targets, and and they can do some with the football after it. You know, Jaden Greathouse, Rico Flores, Chris Tyree, other guys who are mixing in too have speed, the ability to make people miss. Like, they've got a nice assortment of weapons at wide receiver that we really haven't had the ability to tap into with the, the quarterbacks that have been there. And and so it it opens things up in a big way because you've got this huge offensive line that wants to maul people with a 225-pound back that's got bad intentions. And by the way, it's a stable of backs. Jadarian Price showed out, first carry got a touchdown run. Um, And you could do it on the list. Jeremiah Love's got a ton of speed out of the backfield. He got some burn time too. So it's a dangerous combination. The only thing coming out of the game that you're really curious about is the defense. Because Navy's such a unique attack, you're not going to see if they have a pass rush or the ability to cover down. And, and I don't know that they're going to see if they have the ability to do that until they play Ohio State, which is week four of college football. So um, that game, though, I think you know was one that, look, they should have won, they should have covered. Navy's in a really bad spot right now uh, as a program. But it, it just it, it certified all the things that you had hoped for out of Sam Hartman and any questions you might have in regards to Jared Parker as an offensive play caller you know, coming into this one?
4: A lot of those early matchups in college football, and you could see it at the Notre Dame-Navy game, just when they lined up at kickoff, it was like, yeah. oh, yeah, one team's just significantly better, bigger, they look sp- stronger. Yeah, j- and, they look different athletes.
0: And, and that's the difference of, like, when we travel around the country for big noon kickoff and we see, like, the Michigans, the Ohio States, last year, Bama, Texas, like all these different schools, Oklahoma – you get a sense because you see like the big boys and that, and that's to me, what makes the biggest difference is when you, it, it's two things. It's when you have the big boys up front on both sides of the ball and then you have depth, like you're looking at dudes who aren't starting. And you're going, Oh, that guy's going to be good. Like he's going to have a shot at the NFL. So it's, it's those two sides of the ball up front. And then it's the speed and then, you know, size and length on the perimeter at like wide receiver and DB. And, and i'll just this isn't hyperbole this isn't me you know blowing one game out of proportion because because i've got a measured approach to navy navy's really struggled by the way in, in opening games of the season and in particular playing in ireland but this is the best as far as team speed size athleticism that notre dame has had since i can remember wow I mean, as far as all those things, and it's a credit to Marcus Freeman, it's a credit to the boys there, the development, the weight room, and all that. But recruiting specifically, the young dudes coming up, like, they've got some studs. They really do.
4: And, like, when you're calling that West Virginia-Penn State game, like, it's not like West Virginia is just a, a nothing program. It's a Division One program, and it's going to be obvious how much bigger and faster and stronger Penn State is than West Virginia.
5: Yeah, but it's a –
4: it's a great matchup
5: because of the familiarity factor. Uh, you know, West Virginia. You know, they they borderline Pennsylvania, um, and and it's it's called the backyard brawl for a reason with them versus Pitt. They they fight hard. They're 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 always going to come in with a tooth chipping <laughs> mentality. Like they they try to play at a at a level uh, at a high level that's competitive and you know that they've always been respected. West Virginia WVU football is a very well respected program. And even if they're not you know high up or top, you know and, and what it you know ranking wise they they always seem to have a ton of talent on their team. And that's, you know, there's always cause for concern because that's the type of team that's good enough to win an opening game. And, and so you can't take a game like this lightly, which makes it a, a really, really cool uh, matchup for Penn State coming right out of the gate. But, I mean, people are lathered up, and they are ready to go for this Penn State season, man. I'll tell you, this might be the most pressure-packed um season and and probably maybe coach franklin's entire tenure there this is like this is a big one this is a big year so they he got to get one of them he got to clip at least o state or michigan this year you got to clip one of them
0: and, they, and, the, and the tough thing is like michigan's built to me if like you were checking all the boxes for what you know a team that should win the national championship you'd have to say it's michigan with everything they have coming back, their soft non-conference schedule, you know, their the toughest road test is going to be Penn State at Penn State, but they get Ohio State coming to their house. I mean, starting returning quarterback who's a stud, offensive line, studs, backfield, studs, experience of wide receiver, 9 of 11 on defense. I mean, it's it sets up for them to make a national championship run, and I don't even think they're favored right now to win the Big Ten. Which is a bit surprising. Like everyone's kind of just giving Ohio State the benefit of the doubt, but I would say next to Michigan, a lot of people should talk more Penn State because of all all, all the star players. Like I know people are like, "Well, hey, you got Mya Williams and Trayvon Henderson." I'm like, well, yeah, but you got like Singleton and and Catron hey, Allen, Allen too. Like, Oof. you got you got two beast backs at Penn State, and let's look at the offensive line. Like, you're not going to find a better offensive lineman yeah, oh, than. Lou. Yeah, like your left tackles are going to be one of the best in the country. Yeah. Your by the way, there's no indecision about who your starting quarterback is. Nope. Ohio State's still trying to figure that out. Defensively, too. I mean, when you start matching up Ohio State, defensively, Penn
5: State, it's going to be it's 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 a wrap. Our secondary, right. we got one of the best secondaries in the country. Our linebacking core, one of the best linebacking cores in the country. Our defensive front, one of the best defensive fronts in the country. Yeah. Like we're we're tops at every level. Our secondary is sick. No fly zone, lockdown, you like it's and, and I'm like excited about it. Like it's yeah. been a while since I've been really excited about, you know, going into a season with our team. But this is this is one of those years where you you say this could be a special year. You got Theo at, at tight end, big the big Canadian. I mean amazing. What
0: up, you big know, Canadian? We got,
5: and then when you talk about what Drew up, Aller, Canada? Drew, Drew Aller is, to me, and I continue to say it, he is the first bona fide franchise quarterback that we've had since Kerry Collins. Yeah. And we've had some really good quarterbacks. Daryl Clark was good. Mike Robinson, you know, obviously Trace McSorley, up, Mike Rob? And, and you know Cliff and all those guys. And we've Mama had some. Sorley. We've had we've had some good quarterbacks yeah. in our past.
0: Let me let me kind of not not to clarify, but let me like say the other way of how I'd say what you said is he's a guy that I look at and I say that's a first round drafted quarterback. Yeah. Like yes. like you guys haven't had that no since Kerry Collins. Yes. And and you look at him and and, and you're saying like no, no no he's he's gonna be a guy we talk about here in two years and go yeah that guy's gonna be being a top ten pick, top always,
5: five pick. Listen, I always say this, and I I love using the terminology franchise guy because I always say if you look at college football, look at where the franchise quarterbacks go to school. What no matter what the era may be, if if the franchise guys are going to Notre Dame, Notre Dame's gonna win. If the franchise guys are going to Florida State, Florida State's going to win. If they're going to USC, USC's going to win. Like, wherever you – Texas, if you see a franchise quarterback, a franchise caliber quarterback out of high school, go to a college, chances are, especially if they get it two, three classes in a row,
4: chances are that team is going to win. The fact that Franklin was able to pull him out of Ohio when Michigan and Ohio State were both after him, that's got to be – Drew Aller, Drew
5: Aller, man. That's all I'm gonna tell you, Drew Aller. You know how the QB making his bold predictions about like guys, like he made his prediction about uh, Caleb and all those guys. Listen, what I'm telling. Are you
4: calling your shot right now, Drew Aller Heisman Trophy?
5: He's that good. Drew Aller is that good. He's that good, and I haven't I haven't been able to to say that confidently and feel no type of
4: twenty five to one on DraftKings. It's not it's, it's not. I don't know that it's a. It's not a bad. It wouldn't be a bad pick because I like. I know Trey Lance is the overwhelming favorite, but it seems like Trey they, Lance or not. Tra- why am I saying? Caleb Williams. What am I saying? Right? Trey Lance. Yes. Oh, Jesus. Uh, but it seems like the people that vote want to do whatever they can to make sure there's not a back-to-back winner they kind of they kind of you know slant yeah, towards cuz yeah. cuz so i mean
0: again and and we'll see if Caleb can do it. I think he's got a great shot with the talent they've got, but the only thing i i worry about for Drew Aller is with two of those backs in the backfield, it it's like you know they're going to they're going to share some of the love too. Oh, you know, absolutely. That's, that that's that's the hardest part is like with Caleb because of how bad their defense was last year, and him scrambling around making plays and all that like it was all him like when you watch them you're like okay he's like willing their team to win i think they're going to have so much more balance because they are going to have a lot of balance like that like that might take away from the appreciation of how good he'll be how i think good he it's going
5: to pay i think that's going to pay dividends for him though i think that balance in the big 10 is going to make the difference because he's going to make big plays sure he might not have like you like what you're saying he might not have the statistical yeah he might not have the statistical showing but he's gonna have to have some really really big moments for this team to 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 live up to an expectation of where you would look at drew aller and be like man he's the man so (laughs) he's six five two thirty i'm telling
0: you he's big ben he's a good looking kid he's big ben but he's he's more refined more refined
5: and he is cool as a cucumber man you meet the dude, just a cool dude. You wouldn't even know. Like he's like that. He's the type of dude you'd be happy if your daughter's dating him. That's the type of dude he is. Like he has that type of way about him. So I'm really excited about. It. I got some time. I, I got a little bit of time with him at Avalon. Uh, the Avalon event we did where I went a couple weeks back. And tell you what, man, he's a super impressive dude. Very humble dude. Easy to talk to. Has has great feedback. You know, is present. You know, doesn't have like that kind of standoffish or, or arrogance about him where you're like, man, dude's kind of like self-absorbed or something like like You just you you walk away from him like that's a guy that guys are going to follow. You're going to love him in the locker room and he's going to come up big. He's going to play big for you. And I'm I'm
4: I'm pretty excited about him, man. Well, I mean, listen, Brady. What you're in uh, Minnesota on Thursday, Thursday, in, yeah. Uh, uh, and then at TCU, Colorado Ice. on Saturday.
5: Yeah, going to be. In in yeah, you do Valley. a big show, you know. You do this big show on TV.
0: You yeah, know? he does. Yeah, he does. He's the man. Big time. He is. Just the man, trying yeah. to figure out how hot it's going to be, man. Yeah. <laughs> These early games, you get down in the south, it's like over a hundred degrees. You're <laughs> baking, like sweating profusely what, what, and people look at you like you're just a freak.
4: What was the game last year where Leinart was just sweating his ass off? Like It was um, noticeable. It was an it, early game. God, was
0: it... It, was, it might have been TCU or it could have been Oklahoma. Oklahoma, one of the games it was... Oh, no, no it was Austin. It was when we were in Texas. Yeah, that's right. Alabama, <laughs> Texas.
5: Nothing beats the Michigan one, though. I'm sorry. I know y'all talking about the heat, but oh, that nothing, (laughs) nothing bees watching y'all when y'all was in Ann Arbor, dog. That that jug had me rolling. I was like, look how cold they
0: are, (laughs) man. That's where, like, you know, we have an amazing wardrobe department, but that was one where I was like, wardrobe. We we need to we need to like brief people. They need to come out to these games with us. So they're like, oh, you need those types of long johns because like the long johns they'll send are like some California stuff, you know, where it's like. It's like just an extra little thin layer. Like, yeah, no, no, no. nah, nah. I you need, need like this, I need like <laughs> I yeah, need, some, some need long dr- johns.
5: Uncle you know? Jethro draws That's right.
0: That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, hey, and I might look bad in yeah. my suit, but I'll at least be warm sitting there. And look bad. Where you know? can unbutton the back. In the back. Yeah, absolutely. The back flap. <laughs> <laughs>
5: the real one. That's uh, right. Uh, oh, oh,
0: oh, you need parts.